0: I'm a, man. I'm a covenant man, living in the riches of my lord and king, I'm a, I'm a covenant man, committed to him in everything, I do believe he'll come again, and I know one thing I'm gonna do till then, is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm David Weeder. This is my wife, Lynn Weeder, and you are now watching the Covenant Living Broadcast. Everything about the Christian's life and the way we are to live is based upon covenant promises. Praise God. Promises backed in blood. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so we invite you to just make that cup of coffee, pull up a chair, but don't do it without your Bible and notebook because this broadcast, its purpose is for teaching how to apply the laws, the principles of the kingdom of God to this life right here on this planet right now before we move on to heaven. Thank God for moving to heaven, for the sweet by and by, as they say. But what are we supposed to do right here in the nitty-gritty here and now? Well, that's particularly what this broadcast is about. It's what the Lord has assigned us to do, teach this uncompromised word of faith all over this planet and to teach people how to live in victory in every area of their lives. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, We thank you so much for this broadcast and the honor and privilege that you've given us to be able to help people, minister to them, teach the word of God, which thereby in turn reveals to them through the Holy Spirit how to live it, how to love it, how to apply it, and how to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory I'm asking you, sir, get this word, these broadcasts to every person that can benefit every person that needs to grow in these things and teach them, Holy Spirit, what you would have them do and have them hear and have them receive from every broadcast. And we thank you for it. We praise you for it. I declare people healed today as they listen to this broadcast. Healed from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. You sent your word. You said in Psalm 107, verse 20, you sent your word and healed people and delivered them from their destructions. And I am believing you today for that exact thing through these broadcasts. It will send this word and you will heal the people and deliver them from their destructions in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Now, as you're healed today, go on the website, click the contact button, and send us an email and give us a testimony about your healing or drop a a note in the the post office (laughs) or just give us a call. Let us know about the healing that you've experienced today because it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. Well, I want, we're going to recap just a little bit here. We've been talking the last couple of weeks about the operation of faith, the fundamentals, and we've been specifically dealing with one of the most important, one of the most overlooked, and one of the most underutilized aspects, fundamentals of faith, and that is the speaking, the saying of your faith in line with the Word of God. And as always, the... The golden text when it comes to that is Mark 11. (laughs) Mark 11 and beginning in verse 22. And Jesus answering unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Saying and believing. Believing and saying. Actually, it's believing and saying and saying and saying. He uses say- three times in this verse and only deals with believing once. You know, when you're talking about the God of the universe, most people, most Christians anyway, that have been born again, understand and know that he can do anything. But what does me saying it have it to, to do with anything? That's why he had to put it in there three times. <laughs> because it's, it is important. And it has to do with really what it has to do with his delegated authority. Um, when Jesus died, went to hell, paid the price, ascended to heaven, he said, now look, all power has been given to me. Now you go and heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. So instead of Jesus saying it, if you want an interesting study sometime, go through the gospels and see how many times Jesus on purpose used saying it wasn't you know he wouldn't always just say uh damsel get up he said damsel i say unto you arise i say unto you he was making a point we don't do that typically if if i if i came to you and i said um Hand me that glass, would you? That's usually how we speak in conversation. This would be like me saying, I say unto you, hand me that glass. Seems a little repetitive, but he was, he was using words on purpose and making a point. Little girl, I say unto you, arise. Saying, he went to heaven but he delegated his authority to us. So we're going to have to do it the same way he did it when he was here. But now there's a whole bunch of us and we're supposed to be occupying this place till he comes back. So, and we're supposed to be doing it not subject to every sickness and disease that comes down the pike, all the inflation, all of these things. He gave us the tools, the law of faith, the law of love, the law of exemption to keep us exempt from all these things, and we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to focus here. <laughs> we're gonna get through these scriptures. We're gonna look at a scriptural example, and then we're gonna tell you about example in our lives as well on how these things function, so that you can see a picture of uh, how it works. So we see the process lined out in Jesus's wonderful teaching here in Mark uh, chapter 11. But back up a couple chapters, and we're gonna look at the example of how it works in Mark chapter 5. <clears throat> in Mark chapter 5, most people refer this to this as the woman with the issue of blood, which is incorrect. It's the woman who had <laughs> the issue of blood because she sure doesn't have it after this day. So let's look at the process here in her life. Oh, let's see. Let's begin in verse 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood for 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but grew worse. Stop right there. Let's get a picture of this woman in our minds. In today's culture, and we're talking about today's world, if we put this woman in today, maybe she had um, uterine cancer, okay? Okay cause bleeding, okay? She went to this specialist and she went to that specialist and she went to this specialist. Well, this specialist said, you know what? I think with a little surgery here, we can fix this. Cuts her open, causes scar tissue, takes things out, puts her back together. Well, no, that didn't fix it. So she goes to this specialist. This specialist says, well, you know, that surgery didn't fix it. I tell you what we need, we need to put this chemical in here to kill this thing. We'll just inject this chemical in, and we'll just keep it, keep it, keep it. You're going to get weak. You're going to lose all your hair. You're going to, you know, all these things happen. But I tell you, that's what we need to do. Okay. So they do it. No hair, weak, shriveled up. And still bleeding. And still bleeding. Well, that specialist didn't work. I'm going to go to this specialist over here. And just on and on. And the dollar. (laughs) Exactly. And each one of them specialists (laughs) expect to be paid. For their advice and their... And a
2: pretty uh, high price at that.
1: Yeah, Well, she spent all that she had. So now she's so damaged. She's so injured. She has no money. She's a shut-in because she can't, by law, go out. She's bleeding. That's the woman in this verse. Bless her heart. Verse twenty-seven. She heard of Jesus. She heard of Jesus. Well, what did she hear? Well, obviously she heard. Th- he Healed. This guy's healing folks. He's a specialist of a different nature. Romans, ten seventeen. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. She heard. The wor- about the word manifested in the flesh, the word himself. And, and faith somebody came. told her. Yeah, somebody had to do the telling. We're telling you. Somebody's doing the telling and she heard and faith came. And she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I will be whole. So she believed in her heart. She said it with her mouth and in corresponding action, We haven't we, there's a couple of these we haven't covered yet, but I'm showing you the end, the end result here. She put corresponding action with her faith and got herself out there in the street at peril of her own life. Mm-hmm. Came in the press behind and touched him. And...
2: Well, it was... Hold on. Yeah. It was peril of her own life But it was also, if anybody has had a long-term sickness, they know that even getting dressed is a difficult and lengthy process. And she got dressed and she went out even though she was tired and she was weak and didn't feel like it.
1: I mean, even if you have a cold, the last thing on this earth you wanna do is put your cold, clammy feet out of the bed, Mm -hmm. let alone 12 years. Of suffering but it she she did it
2: gird her loins. yes she strength. did
1: yes <laughs> she did and she came behind in the press and touched his garment and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him turned in and turned him about in the press and said who touched my clothes And his Mm. disciples said unto him, you see the multitude thronging you and sayest thou who touched me? There's another point. Hey, you may have a whole lot of people all around you talking Christianese, saying the right words, talking the talk, but who's actually operating in faith?
2: Well, and those people, many of them, were accidentally touching him. They were Mm -hmm. brushing up. So that shows that even though the power was present, Mm -hmm. she was the only one who said it and put corresponding actions and drew on that.
1: Oh, glory to God. I never thought of this before. Grace himself was standing there providing healing. It was there. It was hers, but her faith had to reach out and take it. Mm, mm,
2: mm, 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 Faith mm. is the rope that pulled the bucket up.
1: Praise God. Why this stuff? If this doesn't excite you, you need a new exciter. Mm. (laughs) But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what Mm. was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, your Faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of your plague. Now, look at here. Look, look, look at here. <laughs> it says in verse 29, straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. But then she testified. She gave Jesus the glory and the praise for it. Then Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. That's a different word. That's sozo. Healed is healed. She didn't have the disease anymore. Whole means all those damaged parts were repaired and restored. All of the money that she had spent to those specialists coming back to her right that moment all of the strength that she no longer had restored and renewed God praise God that's the process she believed it in her heart she said it with her mouth there's a few other things there we're going to get to in the coming weeks and months Mm. but the end result was nothing missing nothing broken complete wholeness in her life, and her faith didn't. Glory to God. Now, Lord, is there anything else you want me to deal with on that particular? Okay, yeah, I'll bring that out. Mm. You know, in the, the Mark 11, I meant to bring this out. Thank you for reminding me of that. Mark 11, Jesus just demonstrated the fig tree. Mm-hmm. He just did that in front of all of his disciples. But then he talked about and taught about a mountain so much bigger. And he said, you're going to do this. Well, you know, over there in John, he said that. He said, not only will you do the things that you've seen me do, but but greater things than those will you do. And then he demonstrates it right there, the fig tree and the mountain. Which is bigger, fig tree or mountain? (laughs) It's the mountain. God, there is nothing. Nothing in your life, in this world order, in this mess <laughs> around, nothing is too big for the Word of God and faith in the Word. Praise God. Now
2: You have to be willing to hear.
1: Have to hear. You have to keep yourself charged up. You have to hear and hear and hear. Going to church on Sunday ain't going to get it in these days and times in which we live. You've got to have a continual supply of power and faith and joy and love and all the things contained in the word. You've got to stay in the word. Jesus, okay. Hmm. Turn over to, to John chapter eight. John chapter eight. Jesus said in verse 31, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. Okay, so don't get hung up on the Jews. It's the believing. The believers, okay? He's talking to the believers. Jesus said to the believers, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall make you free. And that word free is exempt. It'll keep you out of all this mess. But... You got to continue in the word and that word continue, you look that up, it means live there, abide there all the time, stay in the word, okay? That's what we're talking about. Now, let's bring this into, you know, it's one thing to read about a story of something that happened in scripture, but, you know, does this still happen? I mean, all those things that we see the the heroes of faith in Hebrews chapter 11 do, uh, does that I don't you know? Does that happen anymore? Is that available anymore? Yes, it's God's faith that did it the first time. It's God's faith that'll do it today. Now, the last few years, in case y'all hadn't noticed, uh, there's been a plague perpetuated on the human population called COVID, and uh, we made up our minds. You got to have a promise to stand on. Well, there's a promise for you. It's in Romans eight chapter, I mean, uh, verses 1 and and 2. Are you there? Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and read that.
2: There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus (coughs) has made me free from the law of sin and death.
1: The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. the law, the law of the spirit of life. My words are spirit, the word of God. When this first started, she and I made the decision. We live by this word and the law of the spirit of life was going to keep us free. That word, that's the same word. It means exempt. Look it up. It means exempt. And this law, this word of God was going to keep us free. It was going to exempt us from the laws that govern sickness and disease. The laws of sin and death govern sickness and disease, including COVID. So we are exempt from that. Well, hey, we live this way. It's not just the way we talk. And we had an opportunity. She had some family members came down with serious COVID. And she was the one that needed to go and take care of them. That ain't no sweat. We're exempt from it. Can't touch us. So she goes up there and uh, ends up having to help them very personally and hands on. And well, did she use mask and gloves? No, no. Her protective gear is right here. Now, if the Lord would have said, hey, I want you to use gloves while you're up here. That's fine. Do it. It doesn't matter. But our protection is here.
2: And following those instructions, whatever he tells you to do. Mm-hmm.
1: And so anyway, she had to sign this whole deal because they were in the hospital. They let her come into the hospital and, and help. They were just so overwhelmed and everything. And so they, she, she was hands-on in the hospital and they still didn't make her use gloves and, and mask. But she did have to sign a form that before she'd go back out in public or come home, she had to go get a negative test. Okay, you're not going to throw a fit over signing a fit over signing the form when you know you can't get it anyway. So she signed the form. She got him home, got her strength built up a little bit, went to town, got her test, came negative, came home.
2: And just recently had another opportunity to mm-hmm. do the same thing. Same
1: thing, thing with, with with the same person. But had the same thing. It worked, this, it worked this time too. It works all the time when you put it to work. It's a law. Do you hear me? It's a law, and this is the way you live, not just the way you tell other people you should live. <laughs> okay? Now, an incident in in my life. Uh I don't know how many years ago, years ago, um, there was a spot came up in my on my on my face, and uh, I was in the shower one day, and the Lord said, Why don't you go get that checked out? I was, okay. So I went and checked it out. And they took their little sample and everything, and they called back and they said, Yeah, yep, yeah, it's precancerous. We need to, we need to take that off. Okay. So they set up, they set up an appointment. And uh but in the meantime, in the meantime, the Lord gave me the words to put in my mouth. Man, I'm put I'm saying it five, six times a day. No, 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 no. Spirit of life, it, it uh, overwhelms this, removes this, annihilates it, burns it up. It's not allowed in my body. I kept saying it, saying it, well, the came up for the time for the appointment and they had to postpone it. And then it came up for another time of appointment, and I had to postpone it. And then it came up for, well, we finally get to the time. I'm in the chair. They turn the bright light on. The guy comes over, specialist. He looks, he looks, he looks. He says, well, nothing for me to do. <laughs> totally gone. Absolutely annihilated by the word of God and faith in the word. So yes, it works not just in scripture. It works right here, right now in the nitty gritty. And it will turn your life into the garden of Eden because you are supposed to be exempt from these things. So get in it, live in it, exercise your faith, say it with your mouth, and don't do any other
0: thing. And don't go anywhere.
1: (laughs) I want you to watch this real quick.
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan Weeder, And uh, you just heard an amazing message of faith, uh, an amazing message on the word. But when you really get down to it, it's an amazing message about Jesus. And really, that's, what all this is about is Jesus. You know, He is love, He's provision, and He wants a family. He wants you, you, <laughs> as a part of the family. You know, it says in Romans, Romans 5, that while we were yet sinners, Jesus came to this earth. Jesus, perfection Himself, came to this earth while you were a sinner, while you were on death row. The Bible says in In Romans 6, that the wages of sin is death. You were a sinner. You were on death row. And Jesus showed up, set you free, and took your place. Because He wanted you as a part of the family. He wanted you as His son or His daughter. He loves you more than anyone else ever possibly could. And if you want to be a part of that family, have that perfect, loving Father, I would love to offer you this opportunity to pray and receive Him into your heart. Accept that adoption. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And that's what we're going to do. Believe with our hearts confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus just like it says. And if you're ready just repeat after me in prayer. Father I come before You, believing with my heart and confessing with my mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank You for sending Him to this earth, paying the price for my salvation. I receive it and accept my adoption into the family. I thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. And I know that you love me. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen and amen. Welcome into the family. Glad to have you here. (laughs) And now that you are born again, you can really truly say what my dad says We always say at the end of the broadcast, and please say it with me, Jesus is Lord.
1: Hey, welcome to the family. You have entered the realm. You have God's faith on the inside of you right this very second. You prayed that prayer with Ryan. You're now born again of the Spirit and God's faith. Have faith in God? Have the God kind of faith? Now you have it. It's just got to be developed. It's got to be developed. It's got to be used. And you know how now. Stay right here in the Word, right here in these broadcasts, right here where you can learn and grow and develop. Praise God. We are so, hey, write write to us. Drop us an email, whatever you need to do. Get us Word and share with them. Hey, we got born again today. Praise God. Hey, we're so pleased. Hey, share it. Hey, now. Share the word, share it around. Just send links, whatever. Just get more people in here so that they can be exempt from all this tragedy and evil and everything that's going on everywhere and so that they can spend eternity with us. <laughs> Glory to God. We are so thankful that you joined us today. We, we wish we could see on the other side of those yeah. camera lenses and see all of you out there joining us and everything. We, we just so love you. We pray for you every single day. And God loves you, and He's always, always for you. He's never against you. Lynn and I are for you. We love you. And Jesus is
0: Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make this broadcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. You can also listen to our broadcast on iTunes. For more information about our ministry, contact us at davidweeder.org. Or call us at 1-800-988-5380. Join us again next time on the Covenant Living Broadcast.